0: hello and welcome sports nuts and beer guts 2.0 coming at you tonight episode i don't know we're approaching uh 80
1: getting close yeah
0: getting close so we'll say we're close to to the jerry rice number um yeah i got the tennessee trio for bama hate week yours truly matt hickman with you mcclure boyd from hawkins county welcome mcclure
2: how's it going for bama hate week
0: there we go and as always, the pod father, Chris, how are you, sir?
1: What's up, fellas? Doing well. Well,
0: it's been a minute since we've had a chance to uh, to catch up and, and do a pod, so uh, fun that we can do that. It was the link. the last one was, I don't know if it was, uh, we talked about the Florida game that might have been after mm-hmm. that, but
1: a lot of uh, complaining. We did, have a, we did have a before and after combined pod for that. Yeah. We did.
0: That's right. That's right. That was the last one. Um, so a lot has happened since then. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, yeah, and we're in full, full swing of football season. This is the best time of year. Uh, we're going to talk about NFL, college football, and close it out with, I mean, three Tennessee boys. Of course, we're going to talk about Alabama for Bama hate week. Um, Chris was in Alabama last week. I will be going to Alabama tomorrow so, uh, in enemy territory, McClure, I don't know if you just need to drive down south of Chattanooga for 20 minutes.
2: I've Might never be been to state. the state of Alabama. What? I've never been to the state of Alabama at all.
0: That is one of the most surprising things I've ever heard. You have never been to Alabama.
2: Never have. I've been to many of the surrounding states, never to Alabama.
1: I'm, I'm glad you have good morals and follow your moral compass <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real surprise. Um I'm stunned. Yeah. If you ever want to know what it feels like to drive on shitty roads, just go to Alabama. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know you've lived there, right, Matt?
1: Yeah. When I was in
0: middle school, I lived in Alabama. Um I can't seem to escape it professionally. It's often assigned to me as a territory. Um my <laughs> past two jobs. So um like a yeah. penance. Hmm. Like, penance, like a penance. Man. So, yeah, At I'll least be a, like a
1: penis for a second. And I was so confused. <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, that
2: sounds like about my takes in college. I remember the pre-Florida pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to it the other day. Uh, I think I legitimately said Colorado might be in the national championship uh, race. That was what actually
1: th- my best wh- take. What a take. <laughs> might be my only good take. I said Colorado will look good. They're just not deep enough to uh, sustain it, and mm. they'll trail off. They might win anywhere five or six games, most likely as the outcome. So I mean, you got that right. Probably nailed right. it. Shador Sanders is really good, though. I didn't see that coming. Titans
2: next quarterback.
1: Well, he's an upgrade over the three current quarterbacks on the <laughs> roster.
2: Not- Real quick, Titans quarterback. What about that play with one minute left in the fourth? That was um uh, maybe the worst football play, and more like his awareness would be like negative fifty on Madden.
0: I'm not sure. I didn't see it. What was what's what was the play?
2: Uh, I so didn't the situation, see it the situation was like they were they were down. They were uh, so they needed multiple scores. I think it was 24 was,
1: 13. Yeah,
2: yeah, the, and Malik Willis was in and. Um, Wait, not Molly. Is that that yes? Unfortunately,
1: Molly Willis was playing.
2: They did a they did this weird like sweep play where uh, the receiver came inside and he faked a pitch to him, but the quarterback took it on a like a sweep to the outside. Well, he was like two yards from out of bounds and at the three yard line. Like it was crucial to go out of bounds, and he just ran right back in and like tried to juke and. So uh, it was basically end of the game, but uh, it was a uh, rough, rough. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Mm. He might That's... be the worst quarterback I've seen. Like I've seen Nathan Peterman play in Neeland. and that might, Malik was real may, bad. May take yeah. the cake. He may take the cake. Ugh.
1: He's not good.
2: <laughs> no.
0: Well, let's, uh, Let's lead off and talk about uh, NFL. We're going into uh, what, week seven um, of the NFL season. Um, you know, a lot's played out uh, like we expected. There have been some surprises. Um, you know, we were all really high on the Bengals. Looks like maybe they're finally hitting their stride. Um, but, um, yeah, let's start. What's been your most surprising development? in the NFL this season. What's something that's happened that you just did not, did not see coming.
2: I'll start and say that the, the lions keeping it going, keeping it rolling. They, they look good. Goff looks good. Mm-hmm. And, and their coach with his coach speak stuff seems to be doing well. They I'm, love I'm usually, Dan Campbell. Yeah, they do. They seem mm-hmm. to play hard for him. Um, but it's the Lions, and I can just never trust the Lions. So I'm surprised that they're uh, leading the
1: division. Um, for me, I, I mean, the season's kind of going how I thought it would in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go my AFC surprise is the Raiders are 3-3. Three and three.
0: Yeah, I thought they'd be the worst team in football.
1: I don't know where that came from. Uh, I, feel like they, I feel like they're awful. Uh, yeah, three and three. Uh, the NFC surprise for me is the zero and six Carolina Panthers. I like Bryce Young. I like the coach. Uh, I I did hear his press conference this past week. Uh, where he was talking about the ownership and uh how the Panthers owner is very active in the day-to-day operations. And I was like, yikes. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a problem.
1: <laughs> so Frank Reich, I think I really got the feeling he has thrown the towel in completely is like, just give me the buyout check. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, this isn't going to work. So if I'm a Carolina Panthers fan, I am, uh, I am very worried because apparently he's really likes to be into ev- like involved in every decision, like personnel, they're running and everything. Uh, he's, Wants to make the decision. So that's a massive red flag, wasn't expecting. uh The Bears still sucking. uh I mean, I don't get some surprise, but I, yeah, one in five, one in five bad. uh Kind of a surprise, but all in all, it's been pretty chalky. I mean, the Bengals are, I, I actually predicted them to miss the playoffs, if you remember correctly.
0: Oh, I didn't remember that. I, okay. Yeah. That was yeah. your Super Bowl hangover. Okay.
1: I had uh, the Steelers winning that.
0: Oh you know, yeah, the, the Steelers, the, the Ravens,
1: uh, <coughs> Hickman, real fast. Yeah. Um, Steelers plus minus on the year.
0: Um, I think they're probably like minus forty.
1: Minus thirty-one. Yeah. Kenny yeah, the saw.
0: Niners killed them, and the Texans killed them. Yeah. Um,
1: they yeah. win close games, Mike Tomlin. They win.
0: Like, they yeah, the one Kenny Pickett drive per game that's just lights out.
1: You can only have are you, in, are you in on
2: Pickett?
1: Did you I, hear me? I'm are you in on yeah, Pickett?
0: No, I'm I'm trying to th- I I'm
1: I think he's I'm, out on Matt Canada.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh, yes. He Matt Canada Canada's awful. I'm out on Matt Canada. I'm out on Najee Harris. Um the offensive line's mediocre. I, I think I like I think Kenny Pickett could be something. Um his, you know, his ceiling is still okay, and his floor is, you know, still pretty bad, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm still I'm still hopeful for Pickett. He's still, I mean, he's still, you know, played fewer games than Zach Wilson and, uh, you know, a lot of guys that are known commodities. Um, so yeah, I'm still holding out hope for him. I think he's I think he's got. I think he can still be good.
2: I got a couple of are you surprised questions. Okay. okay. So first, I know they lost this week, but are you surprised at uh, Purdy being really good? No. No, Me neither.
0: I thought he was good.
2: All right. Second, are you surprised? Are you surprised that the Pats are so bad? Yes. yes. I, I'm a little bit surprised by that. I thought at least their defense would carry him. I didn't think Mac Jones was this bad.
0: They just don't have any talent. Um,
1: like
2: I, I, they any, might be
0: the most bereft of talent of any team in the NFL. Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, he's not. Help, he's not helping things either. Though <laughs> he, he looks Mac, rough. Well,
1: yeah, he's I was, sad. I would take him on the Titans. I think he would be the best quarterback mm-hmm. on the current Titans <laughs> roster.
2: Uh, you might be right there, but that's not um, saying much. Why would
1: the Titans
0: just play Will Levis and go for it?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Is he hurt or anything or uh not that I know of. He's been inactive, uh kind of a healthy uh third quarterback scratch. So
2: How could they play Will? I mean, he must be I don't know. How could you play Willis and not him at this point?
1: Um I I don't know.
0: You know, it's crazy to me that now. Again, I know he struggled the past two weeks, but uh, Josh Dobbs could have made the Titans or the Browns like markedly better.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was loving Dobbs the first few weeks of the season. That was great. He's
0: still he not. Was, I mean, he's still not bad. He just had a couple bad weeks, but I mean,
2: I, yeah,
0: he beat the Cowboys, lit him up. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Not,
2: that, was, that was great. He's been he's love, been pretty good. Love seeing a vol quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, he's he's the last to get playing time. He was the one that last one was Manning the last to get playing time before him? Probably so. I guess so. Clausen never mm-hmm. Clausen never made it in the NFL
2: and he uh, had a cup of tea, Hange, that was it. Yeah. What about the, the Kansas City backup for Bray?
1: Bray? Yeah. yeah. He's been the, he
2: was in the league
0: for a long time. I don't know if he ever played. Um, I
2: never even—I don't know if I ever saw him play a snap. I know he was the backup for uh, even Mahomes for a while.
0: Let's see. Let me—I'm going to take a look at Tyler Bray's NFL stats. All right, I'm going to get—I'm going to say over under three games started.
1: Under,
2: I would go under on that. All right, let's see.
0: Tyler Bray six, go, six,
1: 223. two twenty three. I'm going to go under ten passes thrown for <clears throat> his career. <laughs>
2: I might go over on that. So he had had to have some garbage time throws.
0: He has uh, six pass attempts. (laughs) How many completions do you think he had?
1: Oh, I I looked it up, so I can't answer. He's one of six. Oh, man.
0: 18 yards in his career.
2: Was that a beer bottle that he threw that
1: got
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So, you yeah, know, 1 of 5 for the Bears in 2020 and 0 for 1 for the Chiefs in 17. But, yeah, he, he was in the league a long time. But, yeah, the, yeah, nobody's really gotten any any playing time. So, yeah, and nice to see jobs to of that.
1: I don't know why I dislike the Chargers, but I've loved seeing the Chargers so much, like, the start of the season. I don't know if it's because they moved from San Diego. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like they were once a uh, likable team. Uh, because I, I, I like the Schottenheimer uh, Chargers, the LT Chargers, Me Sean Merriman. Uh, I like those teams, uh, but I just hate the Chargers. I just, I literally watch their games just to see how they'll lose and enjoy it. <laughs> uh, so see,
2: I don't, I don't have a real hatred for uh, Herbert. I like watching him play, but I, I, know sh- he chokes, I actually he like him.
1: I hate Brandon yeah. Staley. I think he's one of these galaxy brain head coaches that thinks he's the smartest man in the room. And uh, I, I like seeing him fail
2: Here's another Are you surprised for that division
1: Okay
2: is Are you surprised that Russell is still This bad So
0: I don't think Russell, Russell's not the reason they're losing He's I
2: mean uh, He's not great like, but, but you take those teams like the Sea some of those Seattle years like he could just carry you to eight wins with like just by himself like scrambling around mm-hmm. like just throwing those deep bombs
3: mm-hmm.
2: like he was just you know I saw something on Twitter the other day it was like would uh is is he the only player that like has played himself out of the hall of fame and like <laughs> you know <laughs> based on the last two years with Denver, like you you think if he retired just as a Seahawk, he might make the hall of fame with the super bowl and, uh, just the
1: stats. I, he would have had a chance. I agree with that. Uh, he's such an unlikable guy. So I kind of, uh, yeah. after, after my Broncos catastrophe last year in fantasy football, um, I'm kind of <laughs> glad that they still suck. Uh, and then Sean Payton's arrogance. I, I'm sure Hickey uh, loves seeing Sean Payton uh, fail there in Denver. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not Denver's that surprised. A, it's,
0: it's an interesting franchise. I mean, it's, uh, you know, they've they've probably been, I don't know, the very at, fortunate at, at wor- on quarterback. Sure. I mean, but I was like, probably at worst, the, Third best AFC team since the merger. I mean, maybe New England, maybe Pittsburgh have been better, but like overall, they've been like consistently pretty good. Um, all their Super Bowl appearances. I mean, yeah, they had Elway for Elway forever. I think they have uh, what eight Super Bowl appearances as a franchise? That's a lot. Um, and Ever since Peyton left in '15, I mean, they're they're almost at a decade of just they, no playoff appearances. They've been just downright awful.
1: The thing is, last year their defense was so good. Uh, yeah, what happened there? And it's Vance Joseph. I don't know. I don't know if he's that bad, 70. but they dig him up seventy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not really an outlier. Of their season, they're they're just that bad defensively.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I you know, um, if, if we're talking surprise, yeah, I'm surprised that there that that Denver was that bad. Um, I remember last year going into the season, we were talking about the AFC West having the the best crop of quarterbacks ever in a division in one season, um, and boy, that sure panned out. Uh, so, I, I guess my biggest surprise to the NFL season is Houston.
1: They um, look good.
0: Stroud I, looks
1: I was like in e- easily the yeah. class
0: of uh, you know the, the best player in the quarterback class.
1: I was in Mexico a couple weeks ago for work, and uh, they had the Texan Steelers game on uh, NFL he Network down yeah. there. And um, I watched the whole game, and it was it was an annihilation, but Stroud just looked so good. Uh, good enough he, to the point that I actually decided to trade for Tank Dell because uh, I believe in Stroud. <laughs>
0: Well I mean without question um Stroud's performance against the Steelers is the best than any quarterback's. I guess maybe Purdy, but um you know Purdy has more help than uh, than Stroud does. Um but yeah the Steelers kind of kill quarterbacks and he uh he did very well. Um also I like the De- D'Amico De- Ryan's, so it's kind of a likable I do too.
1: Very likable uh, d- guy.
0: Despite his College affiliation. We'll talk about that later.
1: He was a, he was a fun player to watch, though. He was fun in Alabama. He was fun in the NFL. Uh, just all around fun, fun player, and yeah. kind of happy he's successful.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him, and um, uh, yeah, that's a that's that's after ridding themselves of Deshaun Watson, it'd be nice to see them do okay.
1: Definitely have karma on their side.
0: The Browns don't. Um. Okay, so a few, 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 a few weeks. In, those, those are some good questions. Any other uh, surprising questions that you guys have, or questions about that?
1: Um. No, I mean it's. To me, it's been very chalky. Uh, I, I will. I'm gonna go through real fast each each division and just kind of throw, okay. blanket blanket predictions out there. All right. Uh, the Dolphins falter a little bit at some point this year. The Bills win the division. No okay. surprise. Chiefs run away with that one, no surprise. I still think the Steelers pull it out of their ass and win the win the AFC North. They're not going to have a losing no. record. Uh, definitely not going to have a losing record. They're going to win some games they shouldn't win. They may lose another game they shouldn't lose. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that division's going to beat up on each other. I think the Browns are pretty good. Uh, Every team is good in that division. They it really is, and I think it's just going to beat each other up and. Next thing you know, you're going to look up and the Steelers are ten and seven, and that's good enough.
2: Mm-hmm. Real quick, are the Browns better without uh,
1: Watson? No. All right. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I know they beat San Francisco, but uh, yeah, my answer is well, still it comes no. To
0: PJ Walker.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jags run away with the the South Texans, as you said. Wouldn't be a total shock if they snuck stuck around longer than they should. Uh, Eagles run away with the east mm-hmm. Niners run around with run away with the west lions run away with the north who who would have ever thought that would have happened mm-hmm. uh has there been a better career turnaround than Jared Goff? No, you think of
2: that trade they got blasted for that you know when it happened I mean not blasted yeah, but it was like it was just did. considered such a downgrade it was and uh like did they you know you can't you can't say that they won that trade at this point with the Super Bowl win, but
0: it was a mutually beneficial trade. But like I don't know if there's ever been a trade where both teams won so much. Yeah. Um, right. I mean the the Rams got exactly I mean the Rams won the Super Bowl and they wouldn't have with Goff. And now the, the Goff's reinvented himself, the Lions have reinvented themselves. I mean, what an awesome trade for all parties. Never happens that way.
1: Yes. Yeah. Agree. In the NFC South, should get relegated.
0: <laughs> Everybody's awful. Can we get an extra in AFC North team in the playoffs instead?
1: Uh, please. Or any other. Literally. Give me the one in five Cardinals over that. Uh, I want to see famous Jameis in the trash. playoffs.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, I... Um, I guess a couple, couple thoughts there. I, I tend to agree with most of those. I, I was surprised that Miami is as good as they were. I, didn't, I thought they would just be mostly hype, but no, they're, they're legit. Tua stayed healthy. Um, there's talk of Aaron Rodgers coming back this year, which is just no, – I, I don't see be. it.
2: No. Yeah. Um, I've heard that would have to be in the playoffs, though, and for them to make the playoffs first, I mean, you would think that Wilson's playing okay. Well, the, the crazy thing is there's
0: only two AFC teams with a losing record. It's insane,
1: that is like crazy.
0: Just the Titans and the Broncos.
2: Mm. Oh, and the Pats,
0: right? Sorry, three, my bad. Three teams
1: and the yeah. Chargers.
0: The Chargers have a losing record,
1: two and three. Oh, yeah. boy,
0: so much for that stat. <laughs> so, so double the number of teams that I said have a losing record, but not many. Still, we can say that, right? That's a that's only uh four, 16, four out of
1: 16. quarter, quarter. Yeah,
0: it's not many. Um. Yeah. So um I I guess I'll I'll say uh let, let's do this. Everybody pick right now pick your final 4. Like if you had, if you had to say right now who are the final 4 teams going to be, uh what would you say?
1: Bills, Chiefs um, Niners, Eagles. I mean that's as chalk as you get, but that's Yeah. Poor yeah, I'm I'm looking at it
2: right now and I'm it's hard not to pick those four right now. I would say that uh possibly I might take Miami though over the Bills. The Bills have been underwhelming and they have a ton of injuries too right now. Yeah.
0: I think Buffalo's just snake bitten. There's those injuries losing Matt Milano, like they were just like the AFC the, the game in London just just killed them. Um
1: yeah. Is uh Milano out for the season or was it just MCL yeah. only? A season, yeah. ACL. Gotcha.
0: So I mean they got Von Miller back, but man. Um So yeah, I think I'll go um uh, NFC I still have to go San Francisco and and Philly. I think they're the two best teams, you know, Dallas and Detroit losing the divisional rounds. Um it's just you know, but good for Detroit. Maybe I'd like to see them in the divisional round. But yeah, I'm gonna
1: say San Francisco and Philly in the AFC. I think Detroit Chiefs, could be frisky though.
0: They could absolutely friskier than Dallas.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't believe in Dallas. Um, uh, can we get this Chuck Zipper poor Mike McCarthy, uh, letting the eight seconds or five extra seconds run off the clock when he had a timeout going into the half? Like, do something I love- with it. I love that his uh, owner was like, yeah, I wish we'd have tried to score a touchdown there, but uh, it is what it is.
0: It wasn't as bad as the Giants right before halftime. Oh,
2: gosh. Well, I missed that. What did the
1: Giants do? Oh, There was, I'm going to go with about 12 seconds left, Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. And Tyrod Taylor um, audibled out of a pass play to essentially... uh, off tackle handoff to Saquon uh, with no timeouts on about the one yard line.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> he got stuffed, and the rest is history. And uh, I mean, people were crucifying Dable, and then you could see Dable going off on Tyrod like, what the hell are you doing? You cannot audible out of that. Uh, and if your quarterback's not smart enough to know that, mm, that's probably on your quarterback
2: it's not like he's been
1: in the nfl for like 20 years exactly. i know <laughs> yeah that was a bonehead decision and it kind of cost him the game uh, honestly i mean it's three points they were
0: yeah really I mean, well it, like the chargers going for that like if they kick a field goal that cost them a game you know it's yes yeah. yeah coaching is so matters so much um so I guess you know I was going to say my final four um I I kind of think the the second best team in the AFC is Baltimore but their schedule Ooh. is just brutal it's I mean they they started out I mean they had a like a, a bunch of away games but here's what they end the season with I I was looking this up um after their bye Rams at Jags at Niners Dolphins Steelers what a gauntlet
1: I mean if you go two and and three that's pretty successful
0: here's the rest of their season Lions at Cardinals Seahawks Browns Bengals at Chargers and then that gauntlet I just told you that's I mean that's a like they're yeah so that lucky to get that's the the whole division is lucky to get the 500 I'm gonna say Jacksonville sneaks into that last spot that they get to the AFC Championship game and get whipped by the, the Chiefs, so I can see it happening. I hate it. All right, um, any other NFL thoughts, fellas?
1: Who's your MVP? Um, let's end with that. Ooh, good ooh, boy. Because I'm uh, I'm having to think about that. MVP, you get, um you gotta get I would Tua say, right now. Yeah, that's
2: what I was gonna say was Tua. I would say he'd probably win it right now, uh just with the legendary stats and the and the team plan like lights out.
1: I mean he's gonna um, get concussed you, you, and uh <laughs> the December weather will come down and mm-hmm. Miami's gonna tank. Uh it wouldn't shock me if Purdy ends up being the winner.
0: I think I'll go to McCaffrey if it's a if it's if it's a niner.
1: Maybe what
2: what are Hertz uh, stats like this year? I haven't uh,
0: not good.
1: See.
2: not good.
0: No, he's he's tailed off significantly.
2: He's like right. sixteen
1: uh-huh. for sixteen on the 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 uh, whatever they call it. He does have fifteen
2: hundred yards, but uh, yeah, touchdown. Yeah, seven seven Warner. touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah, not good, yeah. not, not great. great. Yeah.
0: Well, um let's talk about college football. Um we're uh again uh, moving into like full on conference play. Um I don't know. There have been a few surprises. Bama, we're about to talk about them. They do seem a little bit down. Uh the Pac twelve's been good. Uh love to see Washington having success. Mm. Yeah. Um, no surprise. You know Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, still good. Um,
1: Florida State and Penn State frisky.
0: Florida State, Penn State. I I can't wait to see Penn State just get hammered. It's going to happen. They're going to lose as they always do to Michigan State, Michigan, yeah. and Ohio State, and just remain third banana there. I can't stand Penn State. Um, North Carolina, a little frisky, undefeated.
1: Mm. Um, good quarterback. Uh,
0: Glad to see them instead of Clemson in that spot in the ACC. Um, so, yeah, going to be an interesting, uh, you know, continue with the season. So, so same question, what's been your biggest surprise uh, so far through, through the
2: college football season? I'll start saying my biggest surprise has been that the SEC has not had uh, any teams that have looked great at all. I thought Georgia was going to be a lot better than they are, um, and they just look underwhelming. I don't know. It gives me hope for a Tennessee game. Maybe, maybe pulling out the two out of the next three, possibly. But definitely
0: uh, a down SEC season.
2: Yeah, down SEC season for sure.
1: Chris, what about um, you? I mean, we'll talk about it a lot more later in the podcast. Uh, Tennessee's offense has been a massive surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. Massive surprise. Uh, that's one of my surprises, Alabama. I mean, I really thought this was going to be saving. Every time somebody's doubted him in, over the last 15 years, he's just uh, had the double middle fingers ready to go. Yeah. And like, let, let's go. Uh, it's almost like Spurrier losing a fastball. You know what I mean? Like Spurrier had that. Uh. Where where he knew he had it, and then all of a sudden in South Carolina he knew he He's didn't left. have it. He's like, "Yep, uh, I'm
0: done." Yep.
1: Uh, Saving kind of feels like that. Uh, I think you mentioned it pre-podcast. You mentioned Oklahoma. Uh, that's a stunner for me because uh, I don't like Brent Venables. Hmm. Um. USC's defense still being awful. Uh, with the transfer portal, you have the best quarterback in the nation. You think they would have uh found somebody that could play defense sure. or coach coach defense or do something on defense, but that hasn't happened uh, mm-hmm. uh South Carolina can we mention them two and four uh their next two games are at Missouri at Texas a m They have a chance to be two and six with yeah. uh yeah, two and six, and they still have a couple tough games uh, late in the season also. So, Clemson? yeah, Clemson. One, I can't remember who the other one is, but that's that's a shame. I would love to see, <laughs> love to see a four and eight South Carolina season. They had a lead over
0: Georgia earlier in the season.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Shane Beamer will still mention that every press conference. How close they were. Kentucky's the other tough game in the end season. Uh, Kentucky and then Clemson. So South Carolina's is disappointing. Mm-hmm. What, about you, what about you, Hickey? What other surprises you got? Yeah, South
0: Carolina, I mean
1: again, a lot of the same
0: ones. I was surprised how, how bad South Carolina has been. Um thought they would continue with some of the momentum from last year. Um I um I always feel like Washington's gonna be a fraud. Um but they're legit. I think they're um they're really good. I'm I'm surprised the Pac twelve is as good as it is. Um and it's sad it's their last season because even like Oregon State, Washington State, um, you know, they're still UCLA, uh, at USC. I mean, they've got, they're better than the SEC top to bottom this year. Um, and that's not happened in a long time. Um, so that, that's, yeah, that, that was a surprise. Bet you it doesn't um,
1: happen next year.
0: <laughs> it can't, yeah. Um, I uh, I, th- I think those are those are the biggest surprises so far. Um it's funny that Iowa's like five or six and one despite not having an offense and their coach gonna get fired for not getting or OC um, for not getting twenty five points a game.
1: Yeah, I saw a TikTok and it was it was uh, probably the greatest TikTok ever made. I should have sent it to y'all. But it was uh it was the price is right climbing the mountain uh game, <laughs> talking about the uh and it had yeah. like the point total kind of thing, and it was uh it was quite funny. Uh-oh. but what happens well, there? What happens if they go nine and three? And they average they average, average yeah. twenty one points a game. Like do they actually fire Ferentz? Uh
0: no, they don't.
1: I mean nine and three is reasonable because I'm pretty sure their schedule sucks, but uh it always does in that division I'm, of the I know. Like there was that so year they almost Leaders were and Legends. It. What what is it, leaders uh, and legends or whatever? Uh yeah.
0: Let's see that. Uh, let me see their schedule.
1: Um, yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was looking up real fast. Uh, they're
0: six and one.
3: Uh,
1: uh,
0: they got shut out by Penn State. Um, their their wins are Utah State, Iowa State, Western Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Wisconsin, and they end with Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska. They might go eleven and one.
1: It's it's not impossible. I'll go ten and two is more likely. But wow. Uh, that schedule's brutal.
0: Wow, that's shocking. And um, this,
1: the spread in that Big Ten championship game is gonna be like twenty-eight points.
0: I don't like who who put that together?
1: Like I don't the, know. the Big
2: Ten with those but, three teams and the uh, I think the strategy
1: yeah. was uh, they didn't want the Big Twelve or Big Ten championship game to keep somebody out of the out of it kind of thing, where if you had Ohio State, Michigan going back to back weeks or Penn State coming in there. Sure. They wanted a chance for two teams to be able to get in
3: potentially.
1: Uh I guess. I mean, sure. Yikes. Big yikes. I thought
0: it was just to like beat up on Indiana and make sure they could never
1: (laughs) be anything. I guess they have USC and Oregon, UCLA. Did Oregon, Washington go in there too? Yeah. Where's it, Oregon and Washington? Or that's the four teams, right?
0: Oh, I don't know how they're gonna split them up, but yeah.
1: You know I'm saying if they go out that way, I'm then maybe sure. you'll maybe that'll strengthen up the balance a little bit. They're gonna have
0: to make some adjustments, but it's uh Yeah. You know, at this point they could basically it, add a couple more schools and then split into two divisions called the Pac twelve or pac ten <laughs> and the big ten. <laughs>
2: <That's>, they'll, get, <laughs> that's, they'll get big Gary Danielson next playing year. Playing the too. Rose Bowl. Oh,
0: that's great. Don't miss that guy. So glad to get rid of Gary. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess one last surprise is a good segue into talking about the game this week. Uh, My biggest, maybe my biggest surprise, has been Tennessee's defense. Oh, it has. I agree. Without question, been the most fun I've had watching Tennessee defense since. 2000 and well since eric Berry, eric Berry was a blast to watch on those teams the 0809 teams the teams weren't very good but the defenses were elite um
1: elite jackson up front yeah
0: dan williams um i had another corner that was dan really good williams. Oh, Red rico mccoy and gerard mayo oh like, yeah that was those defenses was were legit my my favorite last year of Fulmer stat was the 08 team that was third in the nation in defense, despite mm-hmm. playing Tebow Stafford and Saban like Saban's undefeated, uh, Bama team. And that was how they uh, were. It's still Dave third.
1: Claussen. You're right. Hmm? Dave Clawson. Was he the OC?
0: Yeah. The absolute, like uh, Iowa style offense. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just an, an, an elite defense, the, so anyway, um, did not i mean they they the way they play they swarmed to the ball um I, I love a strong defensive front so um that's been a big surprise and i'm excited to see the 3rd saturday in october them take on the alabama crimson tide this saturday um i'm i know we all have various memories of tennessee alabama games want to start off with this um i, I mean this rivalry Alabama has obviously owned it the past uh, 15 years uh, with the notable exception of last season. Um, give me a couple of your favorite uh, Tennessee, Alabama memories
2: that y'all have.
1: Boyd, I'll let you go. Cause uh, your memory lane's a little longer than mine.
2: Oh man. A recency bias is going to be last year. It was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, a friend of the pod, Alan Wallace came to uh we were we were all in town to. Uh, it was for your your dad's uh, service. Yeah, if I mm-hmm. remember correct. And yep. then so me and Alan, and my kids, watched it on our couch, and uh, even he was up yelling at that game. It was so exciting. You just you know, back and forth, back and forth. Such a high score. Yeah that one was fun man that one that one was super fun and just recency bias our drought against them it was just uh that was a great one I would have loved to have been in that stadium for that game but uh for sure there were several that uh I remember you know but like w- when I used to go to the games consistently every year like in the 90s early 2000s like we were beating them constantly mm-hmm. I think well, in the nineties, at least I know at one point we had an eight game winning streak against them, so those games mm-hmm. were kind of anticlimactic at that point. it was like a like a chalk win almost
0: it
3: was um
2: but there was uh, the story of the whole series mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because um maybe we can start a start a little run this time too uh one one terrible memory and and I'm not going to remember it correctly, but it was like a and and you may you may follow up on this, Matt. You'll know more about it. Was mm-hmm. it like a three three to six game? Two thousand five. Uh, With fumble? a big fumble, a big fumble. Yeah. yeah, that one was rough. I remember that one.
0: So, two thousand five. That was the first year that Tennessee had a losing record since eighty eight. It was the first season that uh, really got Fulmer on a hot seat because they went in preseason top five, top ten. Um, and they lost two games that season. Oh, sorry, I'm going to have a quick rant. Two games that season where they were going in for a game-winning touchdown and fumbled on the way into the end zone. The one you're speaking of was Corey Anderson diving over the pile in a 3-3 game in Bryant-Denny. He fumbles the ball, Bama recovers, and completes some miracle pass, I think, to DJ Hall, Brody Croyle to DJ Hall. And they kick a field goal and win it 6-3 to uh, in just a nasty game um the other reason was uh they were uh beating they were losing to. uh they were sorry they were beating south carolina um 13 to 12 at south carolina's one yard line arian foster about to go in for a touchdown fumbles the ball south carolina recovers and kicks like a 50-yard field goal to win the game by two Uh, i was at that game so uh those two losses were horrible it was tennessee about to go into win so i'll stop that rant but yes that was a horrible <laughs> one six to three 2005
2: i'll take last year
0: yeah
1: How About you, um so prior to the pod you told me that i said uh last year's win was better than uh, watching the birth of my first child so <laughs> huh. um i still stand by that uh it was a great memory. it would been an even better memory of Tennessee to beat South Carolina later in the season, uh, but, uh, they didn't. So, uh, that is what it is. Uh, one of my first, uh, real memories, of Tennessee football was the 95, 80 yard touchdown pass. Oh manning yeah. To Kent. Uh, I still remember I was in the living room at that house. Uh, we had it on our nice little 27 inch TV in our living room. It felt massive at the time. And, uh, we had the radio on, so I heard the John Ward call oh, yeah. of that. And uh, great memory. Uh, those are the good ones. You had the Mount Cody. And then, as you mentioned, the Corey Anderson fumble. Uh, was that Corey Anderson, right? Is that his was name? Corey Anderson,
0: the fullback. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so th- those are two of uh, the not so great memories. Uh, but it has been a series. Like I remember in 90s, early 2000s, it was is this even a rivalry anymore? Cause Tennessee keeps kicking their ass and then it just, yeah. sure, it kind of flipped. And, uh, you, the last, what, eight years is like, this isn't really a rivalry anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, also one of my good memories is, uh, the one reason I did like Lane Kiffin as a head coach of Tennessee was, uh, he, he cared about this game a lot more than, uh, through it or butch or whomever else, uh, happened to follow him, uh, duly. Uh, yeah. I think if Kiffin st- stuck around a little longer, we might have been on probation. He probably would have been on probation. 36-year-old
0: uh, Lane Kiffin gets us on probation for sure. I,
1: I think that rivalry would have been uh, a fun one to watch unfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like old Miss in Alabama where he shows up to a, a gunfight with a pocket knife and uh, inevitably loses. I think he had the talent at Tennessee, would have got the talent at Tennessee to at least make it competitive. So, uh, that's kind of my Tennessee, Tennessee, Alabama thoughts uh, in a nutshell.
0: So, uh, you know, I've got a number of of memories. The same one, '95. I remember that I was in middle school, living in Alabama at the time. Um, that game was played in Legion Field in Birmingham. I was living in Birmingham, and I remember I was I'd fallen asleep on the couch, and my dad woke me up and was like, "Hey, you know, it's about to kick off." I vividly remember the sky was orange that night in in Birmingham Tennessee had not beaten Alabama since 85 I think going into that game maybe 86 I don't know it was a long streak um they had tied in 93 a few years before Tennessee dominated the game and Bama managed to tie and it was just a mess uh freshman Peyton Manning almost beat an undefeated Alabama team in 94 so when they finally did it in 95 it was such a huge deal um, and from the first play it was just a boat race you know Manning hits hits Joey Kent yeah. 80 yards um, I want to say Alabama brought it within two scores later in the game. And then Jay Graham take like house an 80 yard touchdown run. So it was awesome. The following year, 96 Alabama comes in undefeated. Tennessee has one loss to loss to Florida. They're both ranked in the top 10. It's at Neyland stadium. It's raining Uh sloppy game. Bama's up 13, nothing at halftime. Peyton brings this, this awesome comeback screen pass to Jay Graham, Tennessee beats him 20 to 13. That one was awesome. Um, so so yeah, there, there's a number then 97, 98. Tennessee gets the you know gets the better of them. 99. Bama's supposed to be really good. They have Sean Alexander. They actually win the SEC that year. Um, Tennessee goes down to Bryant Denny. Beats them 21 to seven. Sean Alexander doesn't get 100 yards for the first time in like his career as a starter. Um, back when Tennessee defense was was just elite. Uh, you know 2000. Tennessee is not great. Still beats them. 0-1. Tennessee's elite, Bama's not, they whip them. So they had that long streak for a long time. Then Bama finally got them in 2 Here's a hidden one. 2003. um, They're playing at Bryant-Denny. It is a uh, a four or five overtime game. I don't know if you remember this, but there is a fourth and 18 um, in the first or second overtime. Um, And Casey Clawson, like full-on Iceman, if you all remember he was just money on the road. 4th and 18, he completes
2: was this a pass to Witten? Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm thinking of a different play. That was the
0: Arkansas game in 02. Yes, he hits that a, he hits a the- game winner to Witten. So this is a 4th and 18, they're about to lose. They're down to Alabama and he hits this like drag pattern to to CJ Phaeton If you remember there, there's the name. Yeah. Um and he's just he just stands in there unbothered um and then tennessee ends up jason allen takes over and then tennessee ends up winning that game that was an awesome one
1: is that Um, cornerback jason allen is that who you're talking about corner
0: cornerback slash safety jason allen or miami dolphin yep first
1: Um, round bust
0: first round bust yeah he i think he like dislocated his hip or something crazy in college and was still drafted too high but that was a great memory all those before you know before last year which was just an all-timer um so yeah, I want this rivalry to continue when ten, when they split divisions. Let's never play Florida again. There's so, I I've been tired of it. Let's never play Florida again, but let's keep playing Alabama every season. Um, so yeah, stoked about uh, about playing this year. Going into the Florida game, I told y'all there's no way Tennessee wins, just because of the swamp voodoo they find their well, they find a way to play their worst game.
2: Yeah, I blame you for that.
0: It's just realism, man. I don't know why. They got a shot at Bama. I'm going to say it. You knew.
2: All right. What do y'all I think? I like it. Boyd. I think they have a shot for sure. And uh, the only reason is just the, the ground game. They run for over 200 yards on a uh, and I think Bama had like less than 100 against A&M when they played them just the the other week. So it shows me that Tennessee, I think they know uh, what they are now. Milton had like maybe less than 100 yards in this game. So it's, you know, last year is is no more. We're not this high-flying team anymore. So maybe they settle into this and just realize that this is who they are with these three running backs, you know, being able to stay fresh uh Really good offensive line, and then you know, the solid D. Like the defensive line played awesome in the A and M game. Um, so really all year, that. minus the Florida so, game.
0: Minus a couple plays at Florida, even yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So just uh, you know, solid D run game. I don't know. I think it gives him doesn't a like chance. a solid it's, D. Yeah. <laughs> Heyo. <laughs> I think I think they have a chance for sure, and you know, yep. and Milton's always good to maybe bust one out. Like honestly, um, the the pass to Keaton should have been caught for a long touchdown in this game. Keaton's uh, awesome. uh He's he's dropped a lot of big passes yeah. this year, uh, and he's supposed to be like the the ace. You know, I don't think he caught a pass in this game. Um, you know. So I, I think there's still the opportunity, like Squirrel or somebody, can can go off and catch a big one, you know, to um, to offset anything. But the run game, the defense, I think we have a chance for sure. And Alabama is just if we can get to that quarterback, um, mess him up. I think I think we have a shot too. I'm gonna say twenty-four seventeen. Good guys. Good guys. Hmm. I, okay. uh,
1: I think if Tennessee is going to win, they need one of two things to happen. They need uh, the Joe Milton from the Clemson game to show up, uh, make mm-hmm. the big passes, be on target, keep the sticks moving, uh, find the end zone, or defense and special teams has to have a touchdown and or. It's, uh, it's one of the two because uh, I don't know if they score enough points the way it's currently going. Uh, so, I, I told somebody on the way in, I was like, I think it's going to be a 20 to 17 game and I don't have a good vibe. Who's going to win? Cause it's going to be one of those quirky ass games where, uh, something stupid happens and that's how it's won. Uh, I do get that vibe? And I, I mean, it could be Alabama doing something stupid and you can kind of see the dynasty just crumble in front of our eyes Saturday. So that kind of gives me the possibility of seeing that's nice. Uh, but I also just don't want to get overexcited, so I'll go 2017 Alabama. Maybe
2: we can put D. Williams in
1: at receiver a couple times. Uh, he reminds me of Cordero Patterson, man. You just need to give him the ball and see what happens. Of, yeah, get out of his way.
0: Tennessee's got the playmakers there. Um, the running back stable is the best it's been in a long time. Um, you know, three three guys that are that are that are all good um i don't know who's the your line.
1: favorite not jabari small i was he, gonna say the same he's thing. he's third um, i like i like Wright.
0: i i kind of like samson
2: do you yeah
1: i um, i not jabari small but Jabari small, small, is,
2: I still, uh, small i still small still good, good yeah
1: i feel like small is the uh, david montgomery of that backfield uh samson's the jameer gibbs and then uh Right would be like the uh, I don't know who who would plug in that hole, DeAndre oh. Swift. There you go, there's three DeAndre lines,
0: Swift. Okay,
1: three lines, three lines well, right there.
0: No, I think they're all um, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting backfield. Um, I like Squirrel, the rest of the receivers are, are garbage. Um, I, don't uh, like, I think you don't,
1: like, you don't like Nimrod. I was gonna no. say, Nim, Nimrod has a chance, I think. I don't know. I don't like his route running very much, but I just um, like his name Nimrod Chaz Nimrod. What a name. Yeah. Um, he never got made fun of growing up.
0: Yeah, Poor guy. Um, no, I think, uh, I I think it's going to be a toss up game. This is not, I don't, I I don't think this is going to be a game where Tennessee shows up and just gets drubbed. Um, I, I I do think it's going to be, I think turnovers will tell the story. Um, and if Tennessee can continually pressure Milroe, yeah, I mean, it could, it could happen. Um, they could, they could make some mistakes and Tennessee could, could, could come out of there with a win. Um, dumb fumbles, things like that. I feel like we've been on the wrong side of so many of those for so many years, but maybe this is the year that, you know, that won't happen. Um, Cause even last year, gifted Bama defensive touchdowns still won the oh, game.
1: I thought the game was over at that point.
0: So did I, but. I guess here's one question. Has this has this year with Milton made you feel different about him and Hooker?
2: It has made uh, me uh, think that Hooker
1: was a lot better than, uh, than I realized. Uh, to me, no. I think Hooker was just a perfect quarterback for this system. Uh, he combined the accuracy uh, to keep the chains moving, and he used his legs to keep the chains moving. So I think he was – he was who I thought he was the whole time. Uh, he's probably a more polished Josh Dobbs. It's probably a good analogy for what Hidden Hooker was. Uh, I think Hooker is a better. I think
0: Dobbs is more athletic. Um, Hooker is a better decision maker. He didn't make he didn't make bad
2: decisions. Yeah, those two receivers last year uh, helped a lot
0: for sure. Well, I mean that also Dobbs had that benefit. He was chucking yeah. it to Jawan and uh, Josh Malone, and uh, who's the other one, Palmer? Josh Palmer. Yeah, there are three guys that play in the NFL, and Ramel Keaton ain't making it at the NFL. Chaz Nimrod's not playing the NFL,
1: you know. For, for everything
2: about Keaton, though, he's he's open a lot.
1: Yeah? It doesn't matter if you don't catch it.
2: Yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, he's had the first first game of the year, that
1: 70-yard bomb in the air right yeah, in Virginia, Where he slowed down to, like, time it up perfect and still just <laughs> – right. <laughs> did time it up perfect to drop it. And the one uh, Saturday
2: was like a, like a blooper, like any of us oh. could have caught that, you know? Uh, no. I know. I mean, was that
1: was, sad. my thing is I remember last year by Keaton is when Tillman went down, Keaton stepped up and, and did a great job.
0: He had a clutch catch against Florida, like this crazy dive and catch that helped them win the game. Yeah. Uh, in the first half when they were losing, yeah. I think so.
1: But yeah, um, I had, I had hopes for him. Uh, uh, I saw one crazy stat today, and it was uh, Saturday, this past Saturday, was the first time that Josh Heupel has won a game in his coaching career scoring less than 30 points. Wow.
0: He scored 10 fewer. Wow. That's.
1: Which is offense. I mean, the pace, you know what I mean? The pace it is. Yeah. I mean, you're going to score points, put up points. But that was a kind of a stunning stat, and I don't know if they can do it two weeks in a row. So that's, I'm, I'm hesitant on this weekend. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hope I'm sending y'all pictures of me smoking a cigar. Well, yeah. I mean, six thirty uh Saturday night.
0: I, I'm not bold enough to say the Vols are going to win. I think it's I think it's going to be. I do think Alabama wins a very close one, but I I, I think it's a coin flip. I, I I don't. If I were betting on it, I would bet the points with Tennessee.
1: Um, they're, what, they're what is the line? Is it nine like, and a half? Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I'm surprised me, it's that big. Give me Tennessee at that number.
0: Tennessee doesn't okay, so here, here's something I want, I want to talk about. like I'm curious with this like what your perception is. So if you go on any like college football you know message board or anything, everybody hates Tennessee. And it kind of makes me happy because Tennessee's been so bad for so long it's nice that they have something to, to hate. you know nobody hates Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt's Vanderbilt and how many people like, oh man, I really hate Kentucky football you know um so i am curious why that is um i know we have a super obnoxious fan base and so does everybody else you know fall mm-hmm. twitter fall tw- oh it's true okay i guess the whole lane kiffin uh, meltdown and all that
1: shiana um, sunday um shiana. deserved the fall fan base in general is uh, are, are we that much worse
0: than than lsu or georgia or alabama uh, or florida
2: it might that's be a, the the orange color that doesn't uh, that doesn't bode well for us either. I, I
1: that's, think that's part of it is um, we've been so bad for so long. We still have that swag to us. Uh, <laughs> we're always back. It's always feel like feels like ninety eight. Like it's just I can see the annoyance. I can understand it, but I also embrace it and and part of that annoyance. So I
2: I kind of love cr- it. But Chris Fowler was talking about us
1: in ninety, you
2: know, seven, whatever mm-hmm. it was. It was so. It's it's kind of always had that under that undertone of uh, I don't know, just the the redneck fan base. I think I
0: every SEC team has a red, redneck fan base. But here's some stuff I'm gonna embrace about Tennessee. Like, all right, the orange, right? Love it's,
1: it. Yeah, it's different.
0: It's orange. It's the yes. It's the volunteers, and the orange has a purpose. It came from uh, day lilies that naturally grew on the campus at the University of Tennessee. They were on the hill, and they were that color, and that's what they made the Vols. That's great. There's a reason for it. What you going to be red and white and be called the Tigers like everybody else? Like, <laughs> let's be different. I like that. Nobody else is Tennessee. Nobody else has 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 that kind of unique stuff. Now, there are other schools that are also unique to Texans Longhorns. That's a perfect nickname. They're burnt orange. That's, you know, that's, I mean, cool. as much as I hate them, the Gators, that's the perfect name for Florida. Um, blue and white's a little played out, but whatever, blue and orange. But, you know, anyway, um, just saying, I'm going to, I embrace that. And if if Tennessee can can be awful for two decades and still be a villain, I'm Let's in go. on that.
1: Let's yeah. go. I think we yeah, have the right coach. I'm, I'm in a, I think we do have the right oh, yeah. coach right now.
0: Agreed.
2: I'm all in on Hypel. Uh, me too, man. His post-game interviews in the uh, with the uh, stadium special effects after these wins, are, uh, they're classic.
0: You know, the um, Chris sent us this, this TikTok or his, his Instagram, I can't remember, of Hypel's post-game when he's saying – Weeks, the, the, you know, this is the home of Reggie White and Al Wilson and Eric Berry. Like, the the expectation at Tennessee is is elite defense. And, um, Doug Atkins went to Tennessee. I mean, he's way before our time, but he was an all timer Hall of Fame defensive end, maybe the, the best of his era. Um, Tennessee's had a lot of elite defenders over the year.
1: Um, Henderson. Oh.
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah. That
1: Leonard Little. Yeah. yeah
0: guys that were you know great Raynock. great in the yeah and were very good in the in the nfl as well um so i, I love that he has that perspective right that he knows he's coming to tennessee there's jumper this, there's that <laughs> oh your all-time favorite um and then juxtaposed that with with butch jones who just just became a laughingstock for how out of touch he was with the brick by brick and his platitudes but when he said like tennessee had just finished back-to-back nine and four seasons after winning the music city bowl and the outback bowl and he said i don't know why people are down people are walking around here saying these are the best among the best years we've ever had <laughs> like
3: butch all, no, please
0: yeah, exactly butch please yeah yeah um. So, I love that that hypo gets that. I think you know as much as I. You know, I've never been a. I was never a Kiffin supporter, but I think at least he understood that a little bit. To your point. Um, Absolutely. Pruitt, God, what a clown!
1: Just <laughs> COVID, COVID mask. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. For, the head, the head I condom about the COVID mask. Uh,
2: I've, I've tried to block Pruitt out. I knew he was an Alabama spy. You called it from the
0: start. You're like Manchurian yeah. candidate. He's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I would put Pruitt sol- uh, among the post the the gap between Fulmer and Hi- and Heiple, Um I would solidly put Pruitt at a distant last among those.
1: At least yeah. Dooley it, has some quotes to him. I, I don't
0: know that Dooley was much worse than Butch Jones.
1: I mean, Dooley actually had a awesome offense. So. He
0: fielded an elite offense with Tyler Bray. Yep.
1: Yeah. And he and, had the pants, too. And he had the pants, the orange britches. <laughs> so those orange britches were, were, were right up Tennessee's alley, though. They were like, you wanted Dooley to do good. He was a yeah. likable guy. And he um, just, yeah, that defense was all-time bad. It was kind of the reverse of Fulmer, where Fulmer had the defense, but the offense was awful. Dooley had that offense that was just Insanely good with nothing to go with on, on defense. Nothing.
0: No, yeah, just just well, that, that's what's so refreshing about the defense this year is is there were so many years when it was just a a liability. I mean some of those Butch defenses had were okay. Um, but they like turns out they had like Cam Sutton and Jalen Reeves Mabin and Derek Barnett. They had talent. It wasn't scheme, they just had like better players. Yeah. Um and now I don't know how many NFL players you have on that defense. Maybe two, but um,
1: the current defense, yeah. Oh, the Pierce guy's a first round pick.
2: I think he's a first rounder. I do. Okay. You
1: think Beasley can play? I think Beasley can play. Okay. I I think there's more talent than you than you realize there.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I just think, Well, let's not get too carried away. <laughs> I like my I mean there are like what four hundred practice squad players uh yeah. in the league, so that's a good point. Kamal Haddon may have a spot there. Uh he's actually turned it around ever since he started looking back and looking for the ball instead of just uh, committing pass interference or avoiding tackling people. Uh he's he actually really like
0: tackling people.
1: He's really had quite the turnaround the last three weeks. Uh, I don't know what's what he's been eating for breakfast or anything, but uh, he's had a nice turnaround. Maybe everything's just finally clicking.
0: His pick six against, uh, uh, oh yeah,
1: I love the Dion oh, dance, uh, the celebration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I, no. I just loved it. I didn't I didn't care about the penalty. Whatever. Uh, congratulations, yeah, no, no. You, get, you get a pick six I'll, yards. Yeah, that was uh, fine against
0: against Rattler, where he had his worst game of his life the year before. So.
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. So, no, I think the defense is playing their, you know, what off. Uh, Rodney Garner, I told you, deserved the game ball for Texas Mm -hmm. A&M. The defense coordinator had a lot of hate last year. He's doing pretty dang good right now. Doing pretty
0: well, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And that's one thing I like about Heupel is I I feel like he – I feel like Tennessee is actually well coached. I feel like I top top yeah. to bottom. Uh, last year, you saw the offensive side of things and the defense. Hey, they 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 went for big plays. It was either big play or bust. But those big plays won them games, kind of thing. Uh, this year, uh, it's kind of been a reverse where the defense has held on. The run games kind of went, and I think Heupel knows what he has in Milton and is trying his best to uh, play to his not weaknesses, kind of thing. So sure. I won't say strengths, but just he's trying to manage the game and uh, do what he has to do to win a game. So,
0: uh, Yeah, and if this team goes I – with mean, the rest of the schedule tough. I mean, it is. We got, we got Bama, Georgia, Missouri, and Kentucky are not at all gimmies. mes um,
2: They're Vanderbilt- not give but I, th- I would expect to win those games, though, at this point.
1: I don't know. Kentucky has me worried. Uh, I think we'll kick Missouri's ass. Uh I think Missouri's decent, but I just don't think we're going to beat them. Kentucky's a weird man. I, at like, you know, the weather's going to be terrible because it's at Kentucky. For some reason it's always terrible in Lexington. Uh,
2: and it's late too, right? Or when is that game? Seven o'clock, from? yeah.
1: I'm sure it's a night game. It Yeah, it's, yeah it is seven o'clock. You're right. So Eastern it's, for all the people in the Central Time Zone.
0: I'm kind of the opposite. I think, I think they wax Kentucky and struggle with Missouri. Missouri
1: beat Kentucky pretty
2: good this last was it Missouri that played Kentucky? Yeah.
0: But here's yeah. here's my here's my reasoning behind that is Kentucky can't throw the ball still. Devin, Devin Leary I thought would be better, but he's he's not. Um, um they'll clamp down on that run game and, and beat
1: him. Speaking of that, uh Stoops has still in ten years only beat two SEC teams that ended the season with a winning record.
0: Really? Well, there's a stat.
1: Yeah. I, I heard some caller like called into a show, and then they researched that stat, and I'm like, there's no way that's an actual stat. And I've seen it enough that I actually think it's true that in 10 years, uh, Stoops, teams that finished with a winning record in the SEC. But you got to think, if you're losing to Kentucky, you know what I mean? Are you really winning five games somewhere else? Probably not. Wow.
0: All right, I'm I'm pulling up Mark Stoops right now. So he's been a, a decade at Kentucky. Yeah. Um. They, he's had two ten-win seasons. Um. Yeah. Okay. And last year, last man the past last two seasons they were supposed to be good. Or last year seven and six that was a big disappointment for him, I guess. 2021 20, yeah. 10 so that, that's crazy. Um yeah, that's that's uh I would have thought they would have been better. But I mean, listen, this if, if Kentucky like if you get a ten win season every four years, like
1: I mean that's oh, pretty yeah, good, it's pretty good, right? Great. He just beats up on bad teams. I don't think Tennessee's bad, so
0: I don't either.
2: Yeah. I think they should beat Missouri and Kentucky. I I'm hoping okay. that they in this next three game stretch because it's uh, it's Missouri in between Bama and Georgia.
3: Mhm.
2: I think that's correct. And then Kentucky Maybe. after or after that. I could be wrong about the Maybe schedule. Kentucky
0: after that, yeah.
2: So if they can win two out of the next three, I may I may be getting Georgia wrong. What I'm thinking is if we need to win one of the Bama Georgia games and um uh, do what
1: to feel good about the season
2: no just to i'd still feel good about the season if we lost those two and one out but it's nine and three Eh. honestly at this point that's kind of what i would expect to happen but i mean if we could if we could win one of the georgia bama and win 10 games i think that's an excellent season
0: oh for sure for sure um back-to-back 10 especially wins. Especially
2: with the way, forever. the way the offense has been playing where, you know, Milton's not this husband candidate or whatever, you know, from the Clemson game. It's like, you would, you had kind of visions of grander going in, but I'll, I'll take nine wins for sure. I'm, st-
1: I'm still kicking myself over the Florida loss because Tennessee is set up perfect, like absolutely perfect. Uh, especially with Bowers having the high ankle sprain, like there's a good chance in a month or whenever they play Georgia, that he's not available. It isn't a month, but uh, okay. Yeah, I was wrong uh, about the schedule then. I think it's a month, right? Let me. So it's I, late this year. Usually yeah. they play in October. No, because uh, it, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's uh, Alabama. Then next week's Kentucky. The week after that's Connecticut. And I think yeah, the eleventh, November eleventh, would be the uh, Georgia game.
0: Yeah, Bama, Kentucky, Yukon, okay. Missouri, Georgia, Vandy. Oh, so, Missouri,
1: Georgia. So That's 18th. So, yeah, it's exactly a month from now. So, there's a decent chance Bowers may play, but how effective would he be? And if you're Tennessee, like, the Alabama game really doesn't mean anything if you beat Florida. It's just house money if you win. Right. Because it it all comes down to that Georgia game, November 18th kind of thing. Florida
0: game, man. That's just – Yeah.
1: And if you beat Alabama, like, you could still screw up Kentucky, uh, Missouri, one of those twos, and you still have – you still hold the cards in your hand if you beat Georgia. So, well, hey, Florida, at least
2: we won our Super Bowl game. <laughs> Jesus, Spencer!
0: I <laughs> oh, love that.
2: I can't stand that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just again, love the neither can any there. of us. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: what a clown!
0: Yeah, Florida, the Florida thing just kills me, but it always does. It so. does. Would, would, um,
1: if you put the over under at eight and a half wins for Tennessee this year, right now, what would you take? I think that's a, I think that's the number it should that's, be.
0: That's the number. That's the number because we got 2 gimmies. Um,
1: and so that would mean they've got
0: to win. Th- th- yeah, so that would mean three wins out of, um, Bama, Kentucky, Missouri, Georgia. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go under. I think eight and four is where they land. I, I'm, I'm, Maybe I'm too pessimistic, but... Um,
2: Wait, now, so you're saying that they would lose both Bama and Georgia and one of Kentucky and Missouri, then, to win eight games? No.
1: Yeah, oh, sorry. I'm wrong. I, I think nines are prob- probable ceiling. Sorry. You think nine's the ceiling? And so then... Eight would probably be the floor, so I think eight and a half is yeah. a, a good, a good spot to put it because I think they're an eight to nine win team. you Jovem on the quarterback, is pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, good, good program momentum. Let's let's please get a receiver in the transfer portal. Um, and see what happens going you know going forward. But I mean, again, any anybody or maybe
1: a quarterback that could just uh, complete passes.
0: So- Yeah, it's, it's, uh, don't, don't throw Nico out there. I I don't want to see that yet. I think Mm -hmm. you've got, you can do more damage than good.
1: Maybe. Part of me, part of me thinks that Tennessee has any aspirations to go on 11 and 1 this season. It's going to be with Nico at quarterback because Joe's ceiling's going to be nine wins.
0: Hmm. What would you do, McClure? Would you play, play Nico or stick with Joe?
2: That's a tough question because honestly i don't know i don't know how um how loyal the team is to joe i mean I, they've I they've been they with him and yeah i think they I think likes
1: they him. do love him mm-hmm. and so i that's think that's the only top. reason he's still quarterback honestly right and, well, but and, so and he's a
2: good dude by Nico all in. accounts and i do
1: think there's a there's you you do
2: risk that of putting Nico in and just like what if it's a disaster, you know, like what if it's just uh, an unmitigated disaster and then you ruin him for another year or something and, you know, stop that momentum or whatever. I, I don't know. It's a tough call because I think they do like Joe.
0: I guess the, with the exception of, of Hooker, the last like four UT like good UT quarterbacks that started for multiple seasons were thrown in as freshmen. Uh, Dobbs. Got thrown in as a freshman, freshman most of the way through the year, and I think 14 or 13, 13 maybe. Um am I right about that? Maybe not. No, he did. He was okay, or was he a sophomore? Okay. Yeah, because 14's when he started and, and was his breakout year. Yeah, 13 as a freshman, yeah, because uh Worley was still starting. Um okay. uh Tyler Bray thrown in as a freshman in 10, he and he took over. Casey Clausen came awesome. in as a freshman. Clausen was hurt for half the year in two thousand. It was interesting before he came in. He probably would have won the job out of camp and then Peyton in, in ninety uh, ninety four. So uh, but they all yeah, it's just I don't know if don't that makes forget
2: the, don't forget Ainge. <laughs> True freshman, you're right. I don't yeah. know if he's like a, would I remember that. Up, I know. I wouldn't put Ainge up there with uh, with Clausen and Manning. and all, you know, but he, he, wasn't wasn't a, ter- he, he was a he was a long time starter. No, yeah. he wasn't terrible. He was a
1: decent college quarterback. I mean, he, he was on Dobbs's level. Yeah, yeah, honestly, for sure. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you have you have. I mean, if we're looking at Tennessee quarterback lore in our lifetimes, we have you know, Manny Pey- Payton by a mile, and then Clawson's next, I would say, or or and then T. Martin, I guess you have to put T. Martin there.
1: You have T. with that, and you have Shuler.
0: Oh, Heath, yeah, Heath's in that tier. Um, yeah. and Andy Kelly's just below, so
1: which Clausen? The <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Obviously Rick.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, we all know how much you love Eric Ainge McClure since you got blocked by him on Facebook in two thousand and six or whenever.
2: Yeah. I know he's still around in Knoxville. I need to I need to look him up, see if we can See if we can mend fences.
0: I've uh, I've talked to Eric Ainge on his radio show before when I called in to answer trivia questions.
1: I think I was nice. with you one time when we called in. Really? Yeah. Probably. I, I can't remember what it was, but we were in the car in Knoxville driving around and yeah, you actually called in for the trivia.
0: Did I get it right?
1: I think so. Because okay. you're hickey and you know everything about sports trivia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hope I did. Um All right, boys, let's let's end with this. Um what do you hate most about Alabama? Or why do you hate Alabama? Let's go with that. Mm. Or do you? Maybe you don't.
2: Hmm. I'll say uh and this is like from years and years of um going to Neeland and here in uh here in their band, there's this one little ditty of a song they play over and over and over. And, um, I I don't even know if I could hum it right now, but it's, it's so annoying. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hickey? The rammer jammer, yellow hammer. (laughs) Can you, can you hum it? No. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's, uh, that's, it's definitely rammer jammer. It sticks in my craw. As they say, okay,
1: mine mine is something that y'all will appreciate. I don't think he listens to the podcast, so no worries of uh, this getting back to him. But uh, Chris Comer, that's why I hate Alabama. <laughs> Everything about that guy in Alabama, uh, I mean, the dude was ready to fire Saban in 2015 or whenever he had a, 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 a 10 and 2 season or whatever. Uh, I don't know the exact year. I just threw a year out there. But, uh, um, yeah, Chris Comer, that, his attitude about Alabama towards Alabama, any anything related to anything relating to Alabama. They're pompous. They think they're better than everybody else. Uh, they tried to steal Dixieland delight. I feel like we stole that back oh, last year.
0: They can't play uh, it and hold their head up.
1: They cannot. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's – uh, I don't know how anybody likes Alabama. Like there's nothing about Alabama. That's likable. Uh, it's a, it's a garbage state with terrible roads. Uh, just <laughs> God awful roads. I don't know how they're so bad. Like I, I think he gets an I 20. He leaves, he leaves the state of Georgia. And then all of a sudden he like ends up in a crater uh, at mile marker <laughs> one in Alabama uh, coming down 59 from Chattanooga. You hit Alabama or 65 <laughs> middle Tennessee going to Alabama. Everything's good. Speed limit seventy. All of a sudden, you get to Alabama. Speed limit drops to sixty-five, and you get craters. You don't have a lottery. Uh, you don't ha- play the lottery there. I don't know why uh, you don't play allow the lottery because I mean Jesus, uh, that's something on road trips I love to do. Every time I get gas, I'll stop and I get a scratch off, and it's kind of mm. just a yeah fun thing. Me and the wife do on our vacation. The first time we did it, we won like five hundred dollars on a scratch off. Nice. So. And it's was like a $5 scratch-off. It was, You know what I mean? So essentially, every time we go on vacation, it's house money at this point. So every time I stop, I get two $5 scratch-offs. Uh, so we're going to 30A for vacation, went through Alabama. Brand new gas station we stopped at, didn't have the lottery. So we went across the street and we're like, do y'all not have the lottery either? Like, what is this? So, oh, there's no lottery in Alabama. So <laughs> screw Alabama.
2: I can pile on to the fans too. They've become like, Pats fans with this uh winning streak that they're on. Yeah, and it's insufferable. It's insufferable.
1: They forget that they sucked for the for uh <laughs> the mid mid 90s to mid 2000s
2: They forget uh, all about Don Chula's son. <clears throat> Andrew yeah.
1: Zow. Remember Andrew Zow?
0: Andrew yeah. Zow. Wow. Yeah, Man. what
1: a quarterback. It's pulling a uh, name out. Yeah. Uh didn't they have a Sims? One of the Sims was a quarterback there?
0: Blake Sims?
1: Blake Sims, yeah. He was not I think we related had to the of other Sims. Sims. we That's what oh, I was thinking of. That we, dude yeah, was it wasn't
0: related to Phil. Theirs wasn't related to Phil. But, yeah, it was
1: okay. wrong color on that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> star, star Jackson, Star Jones, or Star something. Not star Jackson? Was that a quarterback? I was like a five-star quarterback. They, had a, they thought it was going to be the next big thing. Mm. He sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like Alabama. I don't like anything about Alabama. Yeah, it's fair. Um, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's maybe my favorite Alabama player ever. Likable. I like Sean Alexander, likable guy. Alexander
0: too. He's from Kentucky. That's so bizarre.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with Damian Harris.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe Joe Namath's interview with Susie Colbert was the best thing (laughs) that ever come out (laughs) of Alabama.
1: There you go, Uh,
0: Joe Namath from like. Piscataway, New Jersey, or wherever is he from? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, they lost to Louisiana Monroe one time for Christ's sakes. They did uh, well, by they, a lot. Lost, lost to
0: Georgia State, so we can't. Say yeah, that I know. I know. With an Alabama hit man as our head coach.
1: <laughs> um, spy. But what what do you what do you dislike most about Alabama?
0: So mine started when I moved there. I was in middle again. I moved there when I was in sixth grade. So this is funny. I moved away from you know beloved Kingsport. I just finished the fifth grade and graduated elementary school. Moved to Clay, Alabama, where I was promptly put in. in, Sorry, I graduated elementary school, where I was promptly in sixth grade back in elementary school. Because elementary school ran to sixth grade. That's how they do it. So I graduated from
1: elementary school twice. Did you ever forgive your dad for making you move to Alabama?
0: It took like, did, a you, time. did you yeah. ever have
1: a talk to him about that? And you're like, dad, like, like, what were you thinking when you moved us to Alabama? Like, uh, I know I it's understand. work related. It so it was, yeah. But um, were there no other options? Uh, it's, it's a long
0: story. And that's, that's actually a rather, a rather interesting story. Uh, dad uh, took this job to run a plant. Uh, a plastic plant. That's what he was all, you know, I mean, you were manufacturing. And so he was the plant manager of this, this company in, in Alabama. And he was nearly, uh, run out of town because of his choice for his materials manager, because he was black. And like he was, I mean, dad made the hire and then like the corporate guys, like got all over him and, and, obviously that really was terrible. I mean, this was in the mid nineties and racism was, I mean, Jesus. still alive and well, but it was abundant. Oh, yeah. when I, and when I moved down there, you wouldn't think there'd be that much uh, culture shock, but I'll give you one quick, again, I can't help myself. My first weekend as an, as a 12 year old living in Alabama, I'm meeting kids in the neighborhood and it's this suburban Birmingham neighborhood. And you know, it's not like I was a middle middle class kid, right, from From East Tennessee. My very first weekend there, I'm meeting some of the kids in the neighborhood. There's this kid named Jonathan. We're out in the like in the street playing football. First of all, you had to play football in the street because all the parents yelled at you if you were playing in the grass. So it makes a lot more sense to play in the street because you might get hit by a car or, you know, bust your head on the asphalt. Either way, that's what we did. We're playing football. Car comes, somebody yells car. We run out, you know, get out of the road. This car comes flying down the street and hits a squirrel. So car goes by, there's a dead squirrel in the road, and this kid, his name was Jonathan he went, "Oh man!" And he disappears. This is another sixth grade kid, right? He comes back, he runs into his house, comes back producing a knife and a glove, proceeds to skin the squirrel on his like sidewalk. In front of his house in this, you know, suburban neighborhood, skins the squirrel, throws the squirrel carcass to some like stray dogs because you had stray dogs back then and nails the squirrel hide to the tree in the, like, the tree in the front of the house. And he hollers at his dad. who was inside. This is the middle of the summer. He was inside. Dude, dude's about 300 pounds shirtless on a leather recliner watching Braves baseball, heels himself off of that couch, walks outside, is like, I was pretty good job, our son. Appreciate you skinning that thing. Walks back inside, never saw him again.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Was that guy's name Eddie, by chance? Prob- <laughs> probably.
0: So that was my introduction, and uh, for many other reasons. That was my introduction, I hate Alabama.
2: I hope you never found out what the purpose was for all that and I hope it just stayed in the lore.
0: <laughs> I, I'm sure there was a reason. I mean, they could afford food. I I it you was I, I did meet a lot of good people there. Made a lot of friends in Alabama, but that was, you know, maybe not a lot, but uh <laughs> a few. I did That's say good. I uh, once performed a wedding on the courthouse in downtown Tuscaloosa. Um and I did say to a number of people, y'all get this was in 2007. So it was right when Saban was hired. I said, y'all need to get over it. Bear's been dead for 20 years. And I about got shot. So <laughs> some some dude's like, he walks these streets every night. So, uh,
1: oh gosh.
0: I may have brought the curse upon us by saying that. So sorry, boys.
1: I'll forgive you. Yeah. Anything to say we hate Alabama? There I'm we go. Good with- because we don't uh, give any a closing damn about thoughts from the whole from... state of Alabama.
0: <laughs> we're from Tennessee. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts from y'all?
1: Um enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back next week. Win or loss, win or lose. So uh, yep. um I'm expecting to lose, so I'm expecting to be somber a little bit next week. But uh no matter what, we promise we'll be back next week to uh give a little breakdown. I told AWOL we're podding tonight. He was a little f- Heart broke that he was left out, and then I was like, uh, "We're talking Alabama, Tennessee." Didn't think he cared. He's like, "Thank God fine. you're not inviting me to that one." So, yeah, yeah. we'll invite think- AWOL next week. Twenty four seventeen GBO.
0: I love it. I think uh, I think I will promise to be insufferable if we win next week. How about that?
1: <laughs> mm, that will be three for three on that one. <laughs> we are going to the SEC championship game, baby.
0: Uh, it's it's going to be full on creamsicle afterglow again. Um, yeah.
1: Well, I and would Missouri's like to end this podcast
0: with uh, with wishing a very happy 40th birthday to Brandon Peak and Will Cooper, uh, bird bowl competitors and friends of the podcast. Uh, both hitting 40 today, so
2: welcome to club.
1: Today, fella. big happy day.
2: Happy birthday,
1: guys! So I saw on Facebook today was Will's birthday, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that not only did they date the same girl, they had the same birthday. I was mm-hmm. pretty sure that was a thing. And I went to Peek's Facebook, and he doesn't have his birthday on there. That's yep. shy little bat. And I was like, now I got busy at work and kind of forgot about it. So, uh, Hey, he's three hours earlier. Blow him up. What's he is. Yeah, I'm going
2: to have to, I'll have to throw him a meme or something. I forgot yours last week. Oh, it's so, it's happy birthday, so the happy birthday I had to go back, a back and
1: check, plan. but I uh I did do happy birthday on Facebook. I was like, I know I wished him happy birthday, and it wasn't group me, but it was yeah. Facebook, so it's all good. I didn't completely <laughs> forget about you. Yeah, all good. Good. well, hopefully, here, hopefully, yeah. the
2: vols can give you, give you a big win for your uh, post 40th. I hope so here this weekend.
0: Here's hoping, but, uh, yeah, until next week, boys, we'll, we'll talk hey, again. Rain or shine.
1: Are, are y'all watching the game? Do you have plans on watching the game? Do you have a little f- four hour window carved out yet or? Oh yeah.
2: I'm going to watch it here at the house on the big screen in the, uh, uh, previously cursed, uh, projection screen. Now we're all good after last year. Uh, I feel I confident.
0: I have a, uh, an unfortunate complication of a kid's birthday party Ooh. at three. Ooh.
1: So I might go dark. You need some text or, are you know, like just watch it and catch up. No, so well, I, I think I,
0: need, I, I think I'll, uh, if I decide to do that, I'll text y'all. I was like, Hey, please don't send me a text. Just okay. Yonking.
1: Give it. give us a, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the twig and berries alone, even though it feels like twig and berries has become Volhomer. So lately, it's Sad. yeah, our, our PMP social meat. Yeah, uh, we'll have to we'll have to resurrect that.
0: We need to if 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 they need to just be insufferable so people come try to shut us up. But <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with whatever you will choose. Just just shoot me the warning shot because yeah. I will be uh, I'm smoking some wings or say smoking, grilling some wings, yeah. uh, drinking some beer. Uh, that's my whole plan Saturday. Uh, my kid has to have a baseball game on Thursday. And if he loses the season's over with, if he wins, they play Saturday. But it's Saturday morning. But I'm still hoping he loses uh, Thursday. <laughs> Hope he plays great. I'm going to be, like, the number one cheerleader for the other team. <laughs> uh, love you, sports. Oh, man. That said no one ever. Go sure. Vols. Go, Jameson.
0: All right, boys. Go Vols. if you don't, don't drive
3: to the Go to crawling. Watermelon
0: grill.